Well, then, without no further ado, welcome back to the last Kill the Dead episode of 2021. It has come to an end. I, I, I don't know. I think this year, first of all, joined by my wonderful hosts, we have Ash, we have Devin. How are y'all doing this festive night? I'm good. I am swell. <laughs> swell. How are you, Gray? I am elated and single. <laughs> Uh, but we won't get into that. So, uh, nope. All right. So we're at the end of 2021 and we've made our list to celebrate the things that we found titillating, frightening, interesting, thought provoking and or outright just fun to watch. I think I'm going to fare better this episode than I did the last episode <laughs> as far as the assignment. Um, but before we get into our list, I got one question for you guys, and it didn't require any prep work whatsoever. What movie are you looking forward to the most next year? <gasps> Scream. Ash, you seem really excited, so... We should let Devin go. Damn! <laughs> but okay, scream. I heard you scream. Um, any particular reason why? I Just all the, the trailers and just following the Scream fan page and just seeing like so many people's theories for the new film and the cast. I'm just super excited. And the film is almost two hours long. And we get a metal face, ghost face. Wow. Oh, so it's a different mask? Yeah, the mask is going to be pretty decked out. And I'm excited. Wow. Okay. You know what? I like the fact that, or I didn't know that, but I like that in theory, but then it made me instantly think, I was like, why has ghost face never been shot in the head like in the mask? <laughs> they did in part three. Dewey shot him in the head. I thought his mask was off, though. Oh, you mean when the ghost mask face is on? Okay. Right, like the mask has never been damaged. Mm, okay. Also, that's a good question. Random thought. All right, not random. I've been thinking about it all day. We had probably five, six seasons of the original Scooby Doo, and then we've had spinoffs of Scooby Doo. Mm-hmm. Great Danes don't live that long. Hey, I think don't it's start. irresponsible to show this dog on television living a great life with no joint damage. <laughs> and in my mind, living to be like 20 years. It's all the Scooby Snacks, aka edibles. Maybe, maybe <laughs> in reality, maybe, <laughs> maybe those are the secrets. For him having such a long life. Or maybe it could be. those are edibles and he's like in dreamland and he's old. Definitely old. Or he could be just a super dog who <laughs> lives forever. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, though, Shaggy's been rocking that same 
outfit since 1968 and nobody said anything. So I know his ass is funky. Just nasty and high and full the whole time. So maybe they all exist in some type of suspended time work. Bro. <laughs> Wait, maybe. was that a Scooby sound or did you say bro? The Scooby sound. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think said bro. I'm like, okay, we're doing that now. All right. Uh, I guess uh, I will do better at my character work. <laughs> or I guess impersonations. I don't even know what's that character work. <laughs> All right. Now that I've derailed the conversation, I'll bring it back. Devin, what are you looking forward to next year? Well, since Ash took the other answer, um, <laughs> Damn. I mean, um you know, I'm going to go for Halloween ends. Um, I. I know Halloween Kills is very polarizing, and <laughs> I don't care. I'm looking forward to Halloween Ends and seeing how they're going to attempt to wrap up this version of Michael Myers. Hopefully there's a little bit less anticipation because the actual release of the film, it'll soften the reaction when the actual film comes out, I think. I agree. That's actually my choice as well. Probably not a surprise to our listeners. Uh, but I do think without that gap year that more people will be less judgmental of the film and enjoy it because somehow it is it is taking my heart <laughs> my breath away is that what they call it it's taking my breath away your breath away, your breath away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I have two more films but i have a feeling gray you might say one of them uh for next year yes no i was only gonna say halloween in so uh let's hear it Oh, nope. And the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh! (laughs) I can see why you thought I was going to say Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But I'm worried that that's coming out on Netflix and not theaters anymore. Yeah, it's coming out on Netflix. So I feel like they know the caliber of the film already. (laughs) Like they screened it and I was like, "Mm." I mean, to be fair, they streamed Texas Chainsaw 3D and Leatherface and those got feature film releases. So I... I think it's probably just pandemic base is why it might be released on Netflix. Is what I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm oh, guessing. you mean you mean the re- <laughs> yeah, the last Sorry. two were released in theaters yeah. and you know. So I, I also have out. another film. I'm sorry. <laughs> Look at okay. Ash coming through with all the homework. Okay. Terrifier two. I was wondering when that gets released. I saw the artwork. What was that last week? And I was just like, I have no clue when this is coming out. Yes. Uh, Damien just uh, made an announcement, I want to say last week, that we'll be expecting Art the Clown to return, hopefully early next year. I mean, okay, so, so there's no confirmed release date. Okay. Well, I think that he's aiming around February. But yeah, okay. I know a lot of people are like, been bothering him. And I feel so bad because it's like, Dude, <laughs> give him time. It's okay. Yeah. We're, we're going to get the movie. Independent filmmaking does take time if you want it to be good. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to be Rob Zombie, you know, have at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one said the monsters. What are you looking for? <laughs> what are you looking for? <laughs> the monsters. No. I mean, mine's, mine's was Halloween ends. I, um... That's that's end all be all for me. I am curious about Nope. Um, however, 
I don't know what to make of it other than like Daniel Kaluuya is in it. So like maybe this is going to string together all three of the movies. Who knows? Kiki Palmer's uh, Stephen Yoon. I think that's how you pronounce his last name, but yeah. Oh, the guy from Lost? That guy? Uh, Walking uh, Dead. Walking Dead. Shit, uh, my bad. Um, I, I'm really looking forward to Nope as well. I am sort of cautious. I'm, I'm going to be curious as to what the reaction to the film is going to be, because let's just say it's a great film. It's better than its first two films. It's a great film, but I think the rea- I'm, I think people are going to be placing way too much expectations on the film and for it to be the socially conscious horror film. And it may just be a straight forward horror film. I don't know. I just hope there's not too much pressure put on this movie. I want this movie to be his third film and just let it breathe and we can just enjoy it as its own entity. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess we do, like, it was announced now it's dealing with aliens. Oh. Extraterrestrials. So, we shall see. Okay. Uh, yeah, the poster now that I think about it is something floating out of the sky, like or flying down or flying up into the clouds. I do remember that. It's like, no yep. not a nimbus or cumulus cloud. <laughs> I don't remember names of the types of clouds. Like a cloud's a cloud. <laughs> that shit used to piss me off in school. This is this type of cloud. Like, I don't care. <laughs> like, what do we need to know? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> All I need to know is Daniel Kalua is playing Chris. And then we know it's coming full circle. You want these movies to be connected so fast. I, I do. <laughs> he survived, mind you. But you know what happens when you survive a horror movie? Probably gonna get killed in the next one. Yes. I. You know it's fine. I I wouldn't be upset if there was a Halloween Kills crossover in the middle of it. Um, (laughs) I mean, you just shows up with her bangs. You know it's Marvel's fault. We have these damn metaverses, universes, Marvel versus Spider versus whatever versus. So, you know, I just need verse. Yep. I just need it. But, you know, who knows? Uh, Obviously, we'll probably be covering these movies next year, and we'll see what we think of them in real life. But let's get the show on the road. Let's start with honorable mentions. We're going to scatter them throughout the episode, but let's start with an honorable mention. Uh, Something you thought was good, just not quite good enough to get on your official list. Ash, I think you have the most, so... I won't... I won't... <laughs> I will There's just... I never... Okay, so making my list, I never... Re- I didn't realize how many movies I've watched and how many, like, were, were 2021 releases. This is why I need to get back on Letterboxd. Yeah. But um gosh. I I guess I'll start by with Don't Breathe 2. 
Okay. I interesting honorable mention. I love the first film. Mm -hmm. Till this day, I mean, till this day, (laughs) months later, I'm still trying to figure out why the second film needed to be made. I I feel like it it wasn't it was wasn't necessary. And I it wasn't necessary, and I still kind of have issues with it. It was a fun. It was fun to watch. The kills were great, but I, ugh, I can That's still. That's the only I way can, we're gonna get to "Don't Breathe" three. I know, but I can, I'm okay if it didn't exist. But I still feel like it deserved to have at least a watch, just so that way you could be like, "Oh yeah, I watched "Don't Breathe" too." Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Don't breathe too is my first yes. audible. Okay. All right. Um, Devin, any honorable mention from you, sir? You know, I didn't actually think of any honorable mentions, but I'm I'm gonna throw Spiral the book from the Book of Saw in there. That's all. Samuel it was fine. L. Jackson. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> it was Saw Ten or whatever number it's supposed to be. It didn't break any new ground you're not gonna be missing out on life if you didn't miss if you missed this movie but it was fun it was serviceable it's saw nine or saw ten it's what you would expect it to be chris rock do stand up in a minute i think fans (laughs) would enjoy the opening (laughs) yeah i mean suggesting chris rock and samuel l jackson in a body horror horror film um, I guess. So that's fun. But other than that, it's it's fine. You know, the whole time during the the first watch of the film, and yes, I've seen it twice. Sorry. I won't do that again. Um, I wish Chris Rock would have gained a little weight for the role. I feel like whoever was doing costume design just couldn't find a shirt that fit his little frame. <laughs> His shirts were just bigger than he was, and I, it just kept taking me out of it. The more I watched, the more I noticed. That's what happens to us petite people, Gray. <laughs> I, I understand. <laughs> I've been watching you for years, Devin. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. What was what's yours? Um, I feel like people are gonna hate me for this, but Uh-oh. I'm just gonna put it out there. Uh, Candyman. <gasps> yeah. I I think Nia Costa did a wonderful job. However, um, this is definitely for the next generation. It's just not for me. I'll leave it at that. I was, yep. That was one of mine, too. <laughs> but if they make a sequel, of course I'm going to watch it. I mean, I, I watched Candyman 3 for crying out loud. Oof, oof. <sighs> I'm so sorry, Greg. <laughs> uh, what's her name? Donna Dierko? She tried it. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, let's get to um, the actual list. Top five movies of 2021. Do you want to do particular orders? Do you want to go worse to not worse? Uh-uh. Last to first? <laughs> Mine are just random, so mine are in no particular order. 
All right, the Devons have it. No particular order except for Ash is going to go first. Um, let's let's hear it. What you got first, Ash? All right, I was starting with my number five, and I was really struggling. What movie I wanted to put in this slot, and it was going to be Fried Berry, but no. <laughs> so number five is PG, aka Psycho Goreman. This movie is a lot of fun, and if you're like me, and you grew up with the Power Rangers, and you just strive to be a Power Ranger, this movie is kind of like, take like a villain from the Power Rangers, and just make it like a more adult version of it. Mm-hmm. That's the type of vibe you'll get with this film. Um, no, I love that you picked it, because that's actually one of my honorable mentions. Hey! But... I almost didn't put on my list because one character just about ruined the whole movie for me. And yes, I'm talking about the little girl. Oh. The, the, <laughs> the, the sister in the movie. Oh. Oh my gosh. She. Ooh. Not a fan. Like, oh my gosh. She was right off the jump. I knew I was going to have issues with this character. And you would think, okay. They're starting off rough. Maybe their character will become likable towards the end. No. Nope. She was the same throughout the whole damn movie. Oh. But, um, yeah, it's about, like, a young brother and sister. They uh, resurrect an, like, ancient overlord. And, yeah, you just follow their adventures with that. It's available on Shudder, if you have a Shudder um subscription and I I, re- I recommend it. it's a lot of fun it's one of those type of movies it's like I'm feeling kind of down I want to watch horror but I need a little smile on my face Psycho Goreman is that movie for you okay bravo bravo I I support this message thank you <laughs> All right, Devin, what's your first film? Or your number five film? Whichever. <laughs> so, before I begin, <laughs> these films are... I, I forget what the hell I saw this year. So, there's that. There's also these films I would say have the most made the most impact with me this year. Um, so, the first one I'm going to say is Candyman by Nia DaCosta. Okay. Um, <laughs> what I like about the film is that it took the original idea of Candyman and completely subverted our our idea of what Candyman was and what it meant to the characters in the movie. Um, I think it's a really nice deconstruction of of the original film, and I really like things it had to say about gentrification and also the role of how black trauma is is um, exploited and turned into commerce. I, I really, really enjoy this movie. I think Nia DaCosta did a wonderful job. Um, I like the fact that it's... And this is going to relate to another film on my list. It's very polarizing. So what that meant was you have a reaction from this movie. You either like it or you don't. There's, I don't think anyone is ambivalent about this film. Um, and that to me is, 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 is the sign of a impactful film. Whether you like it or not, as long as you have 
a strong opinion of it. it it's mm-hmm. what makes the movie counts for me. I thought Nick Costa did a great job. Yaya Abdul-Mateen did a great job. And my gosh, Tiana Paris, I want to make her like the most A-list actress in the world. <laughs> She's so amazing. So. Yep. Candyman 2021. Love it. Love it. <laughs> I didn't love it enough to put it in my list, but love it. <laughs> I mean, I love the movie, but like I said in our our group chat earlier, I'm trying to make my list not that <laughs> like mm-hmm. not easy that obvious, to yeah. determine. Like you know me, I have to switch it up. But yeah, I I really do love Candyman. But. Well, I mean, I think I tell you guys every episode. I'm so basic, so I don't think you're gonna be surprised <laughs> by some of my choices. Um, but yeah, I really like Candyman. Yeah, available on 4K and Blu-ray. Pick your copy up today. Available from Universal Studios. Not sponsored. <laughs> Do you but have a copy of go it? Get it? No, I'm I, hoping I'll have a copy of it December 25th. Full disclosure, <laughs> I definitely do. Universal sent me a copy. Really? That wasn't me promoting it just now. <laughs> I'm about to say, wait, what? <clears throat> I'm hoping to... Um, what is it? They just emailed me today about Halloween Kills Extended Cut. Oh, yeah. This part will be cut. <laughs> um, so that brings us into, I guess, my first pick. And I don't, I don't know if this is going to be a surprise to you guys or not. But... Wrong turn. <gasps> the reinvention remake. I don't know what you want to call it, but for me, it Foundation. was the first horror movie I saw this year that um, really set the tone for me. Of like, it's not a great film by any means. It's not like groundbreaking or anything like that. But the way they took what we knew was familiar with the Wrong Turn franchise, but still made their mm-hmm. own film. That doesn't need to connect to the direct to DVD sequels or direct to VHS whenever it started. <laughs> um, I thought it was a, a great show of talent um, and execution. I mean, obviously, uh, when you have the same writer returning, there there's a leg up there. But I love the fact that you know he had over. 15, 17 years to figure this out and go back at it again. Um, so if you haven't seen it, please do. As an avid hiker, I love that it's supposed to take place on the Appalachian Trail, even though I doubt it was filmed on the Appalachian Trail or even no, in the United it, States. It was filmed near me because they had open casting calls for extras, and I was going to oh, do okay. it, but no, I had to work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't really go past Virginia or Maryland um, at this point at the AT, but it definitely does not look like the trails I've been on. I was like, ain't no way. <laughs> but Ohio might make sense. Probably less traffic, less people going into the woods for Skyline Chili. Overrated. <coughs> Raiders ice cream. Overrated. <laughs> <laughs> And fresh Myers groceries. What? <laughs> I go to That's all I know about Ohio. 
I go to Kroger, okay? Gray is trying to rock, drop all the regional bombs. Right. <laughs> That's where I get my grippos or go to the grippo factory. There. I like I like the wrong turn um, reboot. And that, that actually was on my list and I took it out, but I, especially the ending, I like how the ending like really had this huge twist. Yes, yes, I did. And that's what sealed it for me, for real. Uh, didn't hurt that Matthew Modine is in it. Um, mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know, he's aging well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I love that his daughter is in horror movies. That's yep. also fun. Who's his daughter? Ruby. Modine. Oh, that's his actual daughter? Yep. Oh, okay. Actually, I met her, Ash, at the Overlook Film Festival. Her. <laughs> well, I didn't you know meet what? her, meet her, but you know, it's like, oh my God, can I get a picture? Except Was she I don't nice? know anyone. Yeah, the whole cast. Um... Oh my God, I just blanked on the damn movie. Ooh. The whole her. cast for um... Happy Death Day? Satanic Panic. Oh um, yeah, that film premiered there. So Chelsea Scar- starred. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Chelsea. I don't know if you do listen to the show, but there's a possibility it could come across you. Sorry, <laughs> Chelsea Stardust. <laughs> um, uh, I want to say Ruby was there. That social media girl was there. Haley Griffin was there. Jordan Ladd was there. I don't remember Hannah Stocky. That's the social media girl. I don't remember if Jerry O'Connell was there anymore, and I have to go through my pictures. But a majority of the uh, stars were there. And it was just as awesome then watching it with them. Two rows ahead of me. I was like, oh my God, I can almost touch you. Uh uh. Not anyone in particular, but, you know. <laughs> and I feel like I should move on. <laughs> All right. Next round, number four, um, Ash. All righty. Number four will be the movie Sun, and it's starring Andy Matishock. I think I butchered her last name, a.k.a. Allison from Halloween. Matichek. Halloween Kills. Matichek? Matichek. Matichek. Okay, thank you. She's in it, Emil Hirsch is in it, and it's about... Um, a young mother whose son falls like really, really ill, and she's trying to figure out like how she can cure him, and she goes to great lengths to um uh, make sure her son makes it through. You know what? I actually liked that movie, and I forgot I watched it. <laughs> And then, like, because I remember watching the movie, I was like, oh, she's, I forgot she's a whole ass adult. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously she's well known for Halloween where she plays a teenage girl. And then, like, this one, it's like, I forgot. She is a woman. She's like 37 years old. Okay. <laughs> You're 10 right. years There's off. Small amount of disrespect <laughs> there. <laughs> but yeah, this movie, it was really good like especially the ending the twist i literally mm-hmm. i was sitting like watching the movie i was like oh hell no nah, really <laughs> like that was my exact reaction but it's really good it's not 
um, it doesn't drag at all. It really makes you want to like, what the hell is going on with this kid? Like, um, like what happened? But like you uh, learn about um, Laura, the the young mother. You learn about her past and just all the shit that she went through and how it has an effect on her son. And it's really good. It's available on Shutter. Um, definitely. Was check it a out. Shutter original? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really dug this movie. I mean, I can't believe I didn't. I'm with you, Ash. I'm, I'm going to take Letterbox more serious next year. Because <laughs> this year I definitely just dabbled in Letterbox. <laughs> okay, Devin, how about your next pick? My next pick is Vicious Fun, which uh, you can find on Shudder as well. Um, but it stars, um, it takes place in the 1980s. It stars a young man who finds, who passes out in a bar, wakes up, and finds himself surrounded um, by actual serial killers. What? And they, th- and they think he's a serial killer. It's a, I'm sorry, it's a serial killer uh, self-help group. And they think that he's a part of their their tribe. Uh, it, it's a fun movie. That's my thing. I love fun movies. You know, it's nothing too serious. Um, it's a high-energy film. Um David Koechner's in it, who's always hilarious. I was really, really, I would say scared, actually, by the performance from Julian Richards, who plays Fritz. He starts off as this really buttoned-up accountant type of guy, and then he later morphs into this truly terrifying uh, serial killer. He does a really, really good job at doing that 180. Um, It's it's not a long movie. It's maybe an hour and a half. This is one of the best of the year. To me. It's well, like a 1980s flavor bomb too. I remember watching this now. I thought what, what movie is this again? I'm sorry. Vicious uh, Fun. Oh, no, I didn't watch it. Did that tote the line between this year and last year? It did. Okay. It did. I thought it came out straight up this year, but looking it up, it came out in 2020. So maybe at a film festival, or it was released in a limited capacity late last year. Yeah, I think that's why it's blurry for me. I want to say I got a screener of this ahead of time. Um, Drake gets all the screeners. Bobby gets all the screeners. (laughs) (laughs) He likes it spooky. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, good pick, though. Thank you. I I don't (laughs) think I have a single Shutter film. (laughs) (laughs) At least you have all horror films this time, right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of maybe not. That's why I was gonna get this next one out of the way right now. Oh, um, this one kind of toes the line between horror and not. The sequel to this is definitely non-horror, but still watched it. But I'm talking about Dave Bautista's finest film, Army of the Dead. I still this haven't watched it. Netflix original. <laughs> Blew my mind away. It's probably because of Zack Snyder's involvement. And it's definitely why I got a sequel the same year. Or prequel, I guess. But it's a zombie heist. Um, People that are hard up in life in different various ways are tasked with a vault robbery. 
in a forgotten zombie town, a.k.a. Vegas. And it's just a fun film with lots of characters, different personalities, and no one's afraid to do fucked up shit. Which I guess that's what I love about the most. I don't know what that says about me as a person, but I look forward to a proper sequel. And we're getting one next year, right? I didn't know. I thought... I think there's an animated one coming out next year. Okay. But, like, they're definitely building a franchise out of this. Like, if you haven't seen Army of the Dead, Army of Thieves is a prequel to Army of the Dead. I know there's an animated one in the works. If there is a full feature film in the works, I'm not aware about it at this time, but I would watch it. Okay. I still have not seen Army of whatever this movie, Army of the, what is it called? Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead. I keep saying Army of the Zombies, and I know that's not it. Because <laughs> it's like two and a half hours long, right? <laughs> it is long, and I've had to watch it several times. We did cover it on Grey Matter, and I, I think I was on someone else's podcast. So I've seen it a couple times, and it <laughs> is two hours. Man. But, you know, if if you have it... Um, if you can watch it, Planet of the Dead. That's what the sequel is going to be called. I was going to say, wait, what? What's Planet of the Dead? Okay. Yep. I guess because of Romero, there isn't many of the deads you can take. (laughs) All right. Yeah. But yeah, uh, great franchise to get started on if you haven't. Um, original ideas, kind of. No one's really mixed a heist with horror that I can think of offhand. Although, I guess World War Z is kind of a heist, but it's also got Brad Pitt in it, so there you go. Um, let's go with another honorable mention. Since, um, as you said, Psycho Gorman, I'll go first and throw in a TV show, since I don't have Anything else to contribute, but and this one again may not be viewed as horror by everybody, so I'm just gonna get it out of the way. Is you <laughs> sorry? A Netflix original. I, the way I look at this show is like if Mark Zuckerberg had never developed Facebook, this is what his life would be. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say about this. Ash, what's yours? <laughs> I still never watched that movie. Not movie, uh, <laughs> show. I don't know why. I just, for some reason, I just can't watch it. But, um, honorable mention, and for this film, I'm not saying it's a horrible film. I absolutely love this movie, and it would have it been my top five, but it's technically a 2020 film. But I didn't get the screener screener for it till this year. Okay. But this is like absolutely one of my favorite movies of this year. And I reviewed I it on my setup. show. <laughs> but it's called Death Drop Gorgeous. I absolutely love this film so much. Mm. Um it's about a deranged maniac who stalks and kills drag queens, and he's using or they're using a dating app to lure them. It's so much fun. Um, if you look it up, a lot of people are going to describe it as like a John Waters meets 
horror type of film. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, so I had the pleasure of reviewing this movie with um, John, a.k.a. Stan, the mechanic. mechanic. Yes, I love him. Um, but just talking about it, and, like, we went to depth about, like, some of the messages behind this film and just everything about it. Um, and how important, like, this film could be in the community. And, yeah. I just what have to sh- honestly say I never heard of this movie before I listened to your episode. <laughs> Death Drop Gorgeous. Death Drop Gorgeous. Okay. Yes, and I feel I we could possibly review it for our um, Pride episodes if you guys want. I don't care. I have no problem reviewing the the film again. I absolutely love it. It's a lot of fun. And yeah. Okay. All and right. Then, and the cast and crew are awesome and amazing. I interact with them a lot on Twitter, and they're just amazing. So if you have a chance to check out this movie, show them some love. And they have another film coming out, um, I want to say, sometime next year that I can't wait. Awesome. Um, I will definitely check it out since it's heavily endorsed, and we might be watching it on the show. So watching it on the show. We do it. <laughs> For this show, maybe we'll twitch it out, live stream it. We have a Twitch channel we never use. Oh, <laughs> uh, Devin, what you got, Poppy? Um, so my next choice is the remake of Slumber Party Massacre that debuted on sci-fi earlier this year mm. i know this may seem like an odd choice to pick as one of my top fives of 2021 but whatever um i this is another film that i like it it really um it surprised me i thought this was going to be a straight remake of the original film um but it's not it, it it sort of flips the idea of the original film on its head and here we have intelligent girls, and not to say the women in the original film were dumb, but these women have a very specific purpose. They have their own mindset. They're fully aware of the situation that they're in. Also, mm-hmm. the film, I think, is more, even though the first film was written and directed by women, I think this film takes the idea of exploiting men a lot better than what we could have hoped for in the original trilogy. Because there's and a couple still directed and written by a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's a couple sequences in the film. I could I can hear a lot of bros saying that oh this movie's so gay. And I get it from their perspective, but I think they're also switching out the exploitation of women in these films for the exploitation of men. Um and and we're not really harmed by that the same way women are, so it's fine. Um, I, I really liked Summer Party Massacre uh, remake. I thought it was very well done and not perfect, but definitely better than the first three. And no. I won in a Blu-ray. Sorry. <laughs> no, sorry. I didn't mean to try to cut you off. So you're saying that this is... So Summer Party Massacre is what Black Christmas 2019 wanted to be, but failed. Black Christmas 2019 okay. wanted to be a legitimate film. This <laughs> this movie was trying to just remake a cheesy film. Um, I just watched Black Christmas 2019 again last week. 
I'm not saying this is because of the copious amounts of weed that was in my system, but I enjoyed uh-uh. it much better this time around. <laughs> it's, it's still a shitty movie. Maybe I should do that. That's the team that made it help. a lot better. Maybe I'll make it to like a double feature with uh, Slumber Party Massacre because I haven't seen the the new one yet. So, mm-hmm. well, make sure you start with Black Christmas first and then do Slumber because you don't want to you don't want to go you know down. You want to go up. You want to start at the bottom, which is Black Christmas night twenty nineteen, and then go up, which is Slumber Party twenty twenty one. You gonna put some spec on this goddamn movie? All right, <laughs> it is twenty twenty one. We're gonna stop addressing. Black Christmas 2019 period. <laughs> it is awful. It is an awful movie. Um, is it on your list? No, it didn't come out the last year. Never mind, Graham. <laughs> you're gonna happen. <laughs> no, no. I did try watching it again. It was the first horror movie, a holiday horror movie I watched of the season. Me and too. It's still, it's still not there yet. I haven't watched the original Black Christmas at all this year. Oh, yeah. I throw that on in the background while I'm at work. Like that, that is that has to happen. It's like my soul just craves it. <laughs> and that's having to be about Black Christmas 2006 <laughs> this weekend, <laughs> which I definitely love. Yes. What's your yeah. uh, next film, Mister Gray? Uh, mine is going to be. Sweet potato and grits. Huh? No, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> I just felt like I. I'm just gonna get this one out there because I've gushed about it enough. So we don't need any dramatics. But Halloween Kills may hey. be my all-time favorite Halloween movie. Um, I don't Uh-oh. know yet. We'll see how it varies over time. Obviously, we couldn't have had this film without '79. But I have watched at this point Halloween Kills over 20 times. Damn. Damn. You have the Blu ray already ordered. Like, as soon as Best Buy announced it, it went in the cart. So, like, whenever it comes, it comes. I'll watch it again. Is it a special steel book? Yes, yeah, yeah. The special steel book. Which. I've never done anything with, but if you guys remember, or listeners, you guys remember, I own three copies of the still book and then mm-hmm. one copy of the uh, regular 4K edition. I said regular, the 4K edition. So this is probably the first mini versions of Halloween Kills. I'm excited to see the deleted scenes. Me too. Oh, same. Like I need to have my uh, theories validated and or leave me wanting more. I'm fine if I'm wrong, but I also want to see where they were going. Yeah, I'm um I I, I didn't realize you could pre-order it now, and so that's exactly what I need to be doing right now. Oh yes, sir, please. Please do. <laughs> okay, Ash, what's your third one? Alright, so this one is a toughie because I, I just want to put the whole franchise and just combine them as one. I guess I can. High School but... No, oh my gosh. High School Musical. <laughs> ah, okay. 
So number three is Fear Street Part Two, 1978. Mm. I'm going to jump in with you because I just have the whole Fear Street trilogy. Yes. Can, can, one, I, can I be? So. Yeah. Okay. That's why I want. I wanted to be counted as one, but specifically yes. this film. Oh my gosh, the whole trilogy was just so much fun, and I just love the whole anticipation that everyone in the community had. Like when they dropped the first trailer, like trailer, we were just like, oh my gosh, can't wait. Like, oh my gosh, I'm excited for this movie. And it was like, I love how Netflix released each film like every week. So it was like, yeah, it was like an event. It was. It was just so much fun. And I loved it. The movies are brutal. They're so much fun, nice and gory, violent as fuck. I'm not a hardcore Fear Street reader. So I couldn't really tell you, like, oh, this didn't happen in the book. Oh, they just made this stuff up. I know there's some, like, issues with the films, especially with 94. But 78, the soundtrack, I love how everyone in the movie was not safe. Oh, shit. And, yeah, it was just a lot of fun. And I do find myself watching this one a lot uh, more than the other two. I I don't know. Like, I don't I don't remember the numbers. 1868. I don't watch the third one. or the. Yeah, I don't watch that one as much, but I do watch uh, the other two. Uh, they have replayability. I don't like how there's like two movies in the last movie. <laughs> Yeah, it does get That's a little confusing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it happens. <laughs> All right, Devin, you're number two. My number two is actually Halloween Kills. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, oh, man. Listen, I anticipated this film just like everybody else and after i saw that first trailer i said i they've spoiled way too much i'm gonna avoid all reviews all write-ups all spoilers the day it came out i don't think i've engaged with you guys on slack (laughs) (laughs) so i had no idea what the audience reaction was when i watched the movie the first time as i'm watching it i'm like i was telling my partner i'm like I love this movie, but people are going to hate it. <laughs> and I was right. <laughs> it's it's a polarizing film. It's a different, it's sort of a different take on Michael Myers and mm-hmm. the Halloween story in and of itself. Um, and it had a lot of negative reviews. I get the negative reviews. I don't, I can't say I disagree with most of them, but I also don't really care. It's a fun movie. Yes. It's can't be it's mm-hmm. over the top like in the first in the last one they were saying michael is a, is a man he's a regular man we need to remember that and now she's like the more he kills the more he transcends i'm like well how the fuck did she know that it was like a day later you know so but i don't care <laughs> like which one do you want it to be right yeah you stuck a pitchfork in his back and everybody beat the shit out of him and he got up and mercifully killed mercifully killed them all but like who cares this is right. This is the twelfth installment of a franchise we've been having for six decades. Chill out, okay? It'll <laughs> be rebooted again in five years. <laughs> <laughs> it came out in the seventies. Like it'll be 
rebooted again very soon. So chill out. Um, it better not be. I, it's gone. <laughs> I mean, after the David Gordon Green trilogy is up, they're not going to kill Michael Myers off. They're gonna he's going to come back in five more years with a new, you know, person who's going to stop. But um, Halloween Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, I would like them to pick up a direct sequel to Halloween Four, and Jamie still be the incarnation of evil, and see what that looks like. I would like for the next Halloween, and I know this won't happen in Halloween Ends, but you know, let's just drop the act. Let's connect all of these films. You, if you thought about it, they could actually all be connected and take place in the same universe. But I, I, I get it. Why well, didn't want to do that? <laughs> um, I mean, you really could because, like, Lori has lied throughout the series. You so, can't like, trust Lori. Right. It could all still flow, other than John and Jamie would have to be the same age, and you would have to explain why she kept John and she didn't keep Jamie. Same other than Jamie. that, you're fine. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> she like that little girl. Um, and it's I'm going to piggyback on what you said earlier. Great, I think this is my favorite Halloween sequel. I, I'm not saying mm-hmm. it's the best. Like I understand other films are tech, are better on a technical level, but in terms mm-hmm. of the rewatchability factor and just how fun it is, like yep. what other Halloween film has Kyle Richards running through a woods with those babies? <laughs> like not a, and you right. want to see more of it. Yeah. <laughs> With the bag I'm not of rocks. Upset at all this season in the next film. <laughs> Shoot, those bangs were cute. <laughs> yep. She got clowned for those bangs in the housewives. And I don't really know like what hairstyle looks good and what doesn't. So I, I don't know that argument, but she got clowned on that show for it. Bunch of old ass haters. Like, shoot, <laughs> I love me some bangs. I'm trying to get some bangs now. <laughs> she looks good. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the meme. It was like Kyle Richards signing her contract for Halloween ends, and it shows a girl cutting bangs. Oh, <laughs> was it Gail Weathers? Oh shit, those were a disgrace. Who wore it best, y'all? <laughs> the bangs, not the bangangs. Sorry, let me stop. But I mean, for all of its issues and for all of its shortcomings, I thought Halloween Kills was a fun ass movie, and. I'm going to remember a hell of a lot more in 10 years more than some of the other films from this year. Mm-hmm. So, Agreed. I, it was going, um, I was going to add it on my list because Michael Myers, I've said this multiple times, he doesn't scare me, but in this movie he scared the crap out of me. I was in that movie theater because I like to sit in the backpack and there was like a nice big ass gap between like my row of seats and like the wall and like literally every 10 minutes I kept looking behind me like where the fuck is he? He's coming to get me. <laughs> He's about to get my ass. And I was just like so tense up throughout the whole movie. He was so rude in this one. Like he just was. mean. <laughs> so that's my number two. What about Gray? What's your number two? That would bring me to number one. Or your number one. Um I think this movie is my number one just because of how interesting, crazy, um, infectious, cancerous, if you will. Uh, uh, Talking about James Wan's malignant. You got ignorant with malignant. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the movie 
there's nothing. First of all, if you don't like the film, that is fine. However, I think if you don't like the film because you didn't get it, that's a different thing. But either way, it's still fine. Mm-hmm. But I love that James Wan, who right now I would say is the king of horror. No, I can't say that right because John Carpenter is the prince of horror. Well, there'll be a tie between him and Lee Winnell. And Mike Flanagan. Yep. Nah, Mike Flanagan's not doing franchises. Are there no men, are no women who are like horror creator? horror directors who are considered the pinnacle of the of the genre Gigi Guerrero yeah Gigi's doing her thing what movies does she do uh her latest one this year was Bingo Hell okay okay I'll look her up alright sorry I didn't mean to go on a tangent go here <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about that no, I mean, it's a valid question, and uh, we should bring light to it. Because other than, and thanks, Ash, for providing that, I can't tell you a bunch of people that I would say, like, my only person that I was going to say was Karen Kasuma. But I can't be like, I can't tell you what her latest film was, but, like, when I think of horror female directors, I think of her. But... um Maybe we should shed like when's Women in Horrors Month? We need to just is that February? Yeah, it's every month in my house. <laughs> oh, there you go. That is the correct answer. Isa Lopez. I'm sorry if I butchered her name. It, yeah, it's Isa. Lopez. Oh, Isa. I, I thought about her too, but I don't know if she like. Is, we she doesn't have like a, a list of films that people often reference. I guess right. That's, you know. Hmm. Well, I mean, there was April Wolf, but Grey Dog around talking about Black Christmas. <laughs> First of all, I think you all <laughs> beat me to it. And how dare you mention April without Sophia? It's Sophia Takao, my bad. And I'm sorry, April Wolf was the writer, so Sophia Takao was the director. And are we allowed to talk about the Soska sisters? Or I almost mentioned their name. I don't know if they're... I feel like they got canceled at some point during COVID, but I also don't know that, so I don't want to spread a rumor that isn't true. I don't know. But, yeah, I'm just going to leave it with that. Someone's yelling at us through their earpieces. I say earpieces. Earbuds in, in their car like, God. <laughs> Did you say earbuds in their car? Yeah. I, I don't I know. Like that's a hazardous situation and listeners and people if you're still doing do that, it. please don't do that um, i've which seen I, multiple people driving around with earbuds in their ears wow wow um jen and sylvia if you ever hear this i did enjoy your interpretation of rabbit i know you guys mm-hmm. are huge Cronenberg fans i don't know if you guys got canceled or not <laughs> uh but i did enjoy your film <laughs> Just be honest. I mean, um, but yeah, um, getting back to the point of this was malignant. 
I just think that it's such a great fun ride and that it can literally happen any town, anywhere, anytime after, I guess, combustion engines and still work. <laughs> and that's what I like to buy. Alright, alright. I didn't mean for it to be... Because, you know, there's, like, old cars. They're using VHS tapes. Cell phones mm-hmm. aren't... Or the use of smartphones aren't really prevalent other than Gabriel talking. But it's not like... They could have been a StarTac phone. It didn't have to be an iPhone. So I think that this will get some replayability down the road. I wonder when HBO Max Wait. is going to bring it back. What are you guys talking about? I'm Malignant. so confused right now. Okay, no, no, like <laughs> with the iPhones in the car in the. Okay, never mind. Cut this part out. Never mind. Remember when she was in jail and he was talking to, she, him, them, were talking to the iPhone. Oh, the malignant creature, Gabriel. Yes. Oh. Spoiler alert! If you guys haven't seen this film, there's a twist. Oh, okay. It's been a while. It's been a minute. I bet. Cool, cool, cool. All right, Ash, what's your last film? Oh, I still have two. How'd that happen? Uh, I thought Death Drop Gorgeous was my honorable. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, yeah, that's where I thought we... Cr- I thought I corrected it by going backwards. <laughs> All right, give us your last two. All right, so number two is another Shutter original. And it's The Boy Behind the Door. Um, you have uh, Lonnie Chavez who I think he's in that show uh, This Is Us he plays the young Randall and uh, Kristen Bauer Van Stratton is in it and it focuses on two uh, boys who are like BFFs and they get abducted Uh, one is able to escape so he's trying to help uh, make his way around the house to to rescue his friend without getting caught. Mm-hmm. The amount of emotions I had going through watching this movie, I was literally, I was literally shaking and crying because that's how intense it got. But wow. it's so good, and like the kid actors in it were amazing and I know I've said this probably before like children actors are kind of 50-50 you're going you could probably get a good one a good actor or you might get a crappy one I mean it just it depends but yeah the two boys that play the best friends were just amazing the journey that you go through with the one friend trying to rescue his friend is yeah, it, you're you're going on a ride. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe I'll catch up on this over my winter vacation. I'm going home, and I like to take my Apple TV with me. And I definitely <laughs> didn't watch this one. Yeah, you just you can't help but to root for the for the boy. You're like, come on, you got it. Come on, come on, and you're holding your breath like you're almost there. Please, I hope you guys make it. It's a tough movie to watch. It is. Yeah, Yeah, especially when you find out the kidnap kidnappers' motives. You're like, fuck, okay. 
like, let's just hurry up and get this movie over with. Like, this is too much. I just, I want a happy ending. So, yeah. yeah. The boy behind the closed door. I mean, right. the boy behind the door, not closed door. But door. <laughs> oh, that was a new movie. <laughs> and then I think why, like, my emotions were, like, pretty much all over the place was I read up that Lonnie, like, went, I mean, he's still young, but he almost got kidnapped himself. And I was just like, I can only oh. imagine the ima- the emotions he went through filming this movie. Oh, the actual actor? Yeah. Okay. Almost got kidnapped in real life? Yeah. Oh, okay. I misunderstood you. Yeah, so, I mean, he was, he's what? He's 13, and I'm looking it up now, and, like, when he was 8 years old, he was nearly kidnapped from outside his home. Like... While taking out the trash. Huh? Nothing. Okay. (laughs) All right, your number one film. Oh, me again? Oh, my God. You're out. I have one more movie. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, my number one film of 2021 is Titan. Yes. Oh. I heard uh, you talking about this before, but I still have not yes. seen it. Yes. And it's um, written and directed by the same um, director behind the film Raw. And so um, her film specialized in body horror. So if you have like a weak stomach, I don't recommend <laughs> Raw. And you probably won't like Titan either. But it follows a young woman um, who is actually a serial killer. And she has, like, an obsession with cars. I'm trying to think, like, how far can I get into it without um, getting into... Well, okay. She has, like, an obsession with cars. She gets knocked (laughs) up by a car. And you're just going through the journey. There's a lot of WTF moments in this movie. Clearly, but <laughs> but um, I feel like I got the message of it, and I don't want to say it without spoiling the film. Okay. Yeah, it's real. I oh my gosh, I love it. I've only watched it one time. I went to the movies and watched it, and I was just my mouth was wide open till the end of it, and. Till today, it still lives in my mind rent-free. Fair. Because you're just like, oh, it's about this movie, okay. And then something else happens, you're like, okay. And then you see a particular scene, you're like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> this movie is just, you don't know what's going to happen next. You think you got to figure it out, and you're just like, what the fuck did I just watch? And I love it. And I can't wait to buy it. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Yes. I think it's available on like um, Prime and Apple for like $6. I think. Okay. Like rents, but yeah, I uh, I definitely recommend it. I feel like that might be a Shutter film at, in a couple months. But I'm going to go ahead and rent it anyway. Maybe. And I feel like this could possibly be part of uh, our Pride episode too. Okay, I'm gonna check it out. We got a lot of new contenders. 
Mm-hmm. You'll probably end up choosing Nightmare on Street Part 2 again. But yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Also very welcome. <laughs> That's awesome. Right. I'm going to look forward to Tane. Devin, you want to bring us in? Home? Oh, sure. <laughs> uh oh, I'm um, scared. My, it's it's I don't it's not really number one because I didn't really rank these movies, but my it's next film one. would be Violation. Um, oh, Lord! Stream one Shutter. Um, so, trigger warning: This is a film that deals with a woman um, coming to terms with her sexual assault. So it, it's a. It's about that and her ultimately seeking revenge. It doesn't take the graphic route like I stood in your grave and last house and love takes with a really or irreversible. Oh my gosh. Oh, uh, in oh my gosh. terms of a graphic rape scene, but it is on screen. Um, but the film makes a lot of interesting choices. It's it's nonlinear for one. So you're constantly trying to figure out, well, what happened here and where are we in the story? So I, I actually enjoyed that. Um, and I also thought the performance by the lead actress um, was just very brave. Um, Madeline Sims Fewer, I thought she gave a very brave performance. And this movie asked a lot of her um, and, and she, she gave it. So I, I'm going to say this is one of the best films of the year. Damn, I almost forgot about that movie because we had a great conversation about it <laughs> in Slack. <laughs> Highlight there, of, of my is, year. Um, graphic male frontal nudity in the movie. But, um, like is, creep or like. There's a guy with an erect penis for a good chunk, of, well, like maybe 10 minutes throughout the movie, five, 10 minutes. And, like, they don't direction. shy away from that. Yeah. We're not just seeing, especially American or North American actors, that open um, with their genitals in movies. So it was great to see, not just as a gay man, but just also like, you know, we've seen, we've exploited the hell out of women. We can do that to mm-hmm. men as well to tell the story. Mm-hmm. So, what say you, Mr. Gray? That's it. I'm all out. Oh. Do you have any more honorables? Uh, yeah, I give it an honorable. Um, them, which was the Amazon Prime TV show. And I can't wait for season two, but basically it explores the different elements and parallels of black trauma and the black experience through the 1950s um, with a supernatural element. It isn't. I think you could watch the series straight through and not have to worry about the undertones and still walk away just as satisfied whether you picked up a, picked up on it or not. Okay. But I had a lovely time covering this series episodically with Jay and Tamika um, over on TV Zone Movie Podcast Network. Hopefully I said that correctly. Sorry, Jay. Um, but if you haven't seen it, watch it. It's definitely going to season two. I think that was announced before um, the episodes even finished airing. Hmm. I Loved it. Still need to finish the last two episodes. <laughs> it's not an easy watch, especially it's really not. episode two took me out. I was like, oh. I was um, so, took me out. Mm-hmm. Lot of lot of triggers. 
So if you're you're sensitive, it's probably not the best thing to watch. However, our coverage of it for Kill the Dead was our most listened to episode. Hey. Oh. Until this I... one drops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you could say 2021 was pretty awesome with the horror television. I mean, we got them, which is, I mean, actually streaming. But um, them, we had another, we had American Horror Stories, which I didn't watch. American Horror Story double feature, I didn't watch. We got Chucky. Slasher. Slasher. Um, Lovecraft Country. Like, oh. I do want to, like, kind of make a correction on something I said in an earlier episode. I had a, a bit of a, a moment where I said I did not like Midnight Mass. And I would oh. like to retract that. Um, I didn't include that in my list today because I haven't finished watching. I think it maybe one or two episodes left. But that is a fucking great show. And I would like to go back and slap my former self for not appreciating it. And it's time. I, so I still haven't watched it yet. <laughs> it's it's one of the best things I've seen on TV this year by far. Hmm. I I don't know what's up with me. Like, there's just so much content to catch up on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we can't we we can't watch all the things, unfortunately. No. <laughs> no, but for coming off of 2020, 2021 was pretty packed. Mm-hmm. Pretty packed. Bountiful. I'll say that it was <laughs> healthy. Supple. Succulent. <laughs> but juicy. Oh, just, oh, oh my god. Like, Way to double down. Scrumptious. <laughs> Voluptuous. Sexual chocolate. <laughs> I'm an eight of children, I feel chair. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That boy good. I'm just kidding. Let me stop. Coming to America 2 did come out this year. Yep. And I, I did enjoy it. And Wesley Snipes, if you get your own spinoff, I'm watching. Just throwing that out there. Someone make it happen. There you go. But that being said, that is our horror year in review. Looking forward to what 2022 has in store for us. Guys, we're going on season four of the podcast. If we're oh, keeping track. Shit. It's, um, there's a lot of talking. I don't know how to average that up. I'm not good at math, and I lost the original episodes. But, you know, we've done some work. Put in work. Yeah. We so, will have to uh, renegotiate our contracts before season four. I need to make sure I'm making the most money here. Uh, or I may not come back. Because you got the sexy voice, we know. I may be replaced next season. <laughs> By a younger, hotter person. Devin goes upstairs like cousin Oliver and never comes back down. <laughs> I mean, I'm like Judy Winslow. Aw, not Judy. I guess no one's seen the pretty much. Oh, I've seen oh, the yeah. pretty much. I heard you say cousin Oliver. The most annoying character. Oh, I see what happened. My audio just failed because my batteries died. I couldn't hear oh. you guys. Well, damn. Oh. 
<laughs> well, all right. Holidays. Well, yes. Happy holidays. Happy New Year's. Devin Ash, I love you guys both immensely. I love, love y'all too. too. 2022. We have to put our feet up. <laughs> you say put our feet up? Yes, put our feet up. No, we have to plan our meet up. Oh. That makes way more sense. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was like fighting a cough and trying to talk at the same time. But... Got you. No Whoa. judgment. Just had no clue. All right, well, that's going to do it. Uh, 2021 is done. Happy New Year, folks. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.